Goals, goals, goals. Okay, that is kind of a play off the words of a Motley Crue song, but I'm not talking about girls today, as this is the God and Gig show, and I want to make sure we keep this on the straight and narrow. I'm talking about goals, goals, and goals, because that's all you're going to hear for the next month or so if you're listening to this at the end of 2021 and moving into 2022. My name is Alan C. Paul. I'm the host of the Guide and Gig Show. And today we're going to talk about why goals, goals, goals is not the answer to achieving your God-given dream. It's not just setting goals. It's the kind of person you become when you set certain goals and actually work toward them. And I'm going to show you exactly how that works in this little framework that I'm going to help you to understand as we go into this creative checkup episode. So give me just a moment to welcome our newest listeners, and then we'll get right into this important discussion. Artists, musicians, and creatives of all kinds, looking for help balancing your passion to create with your everyday life? Not sure if your faith can coexist with your profession? Welcome to a place where real artists discuss real life. You're listening to The God and Gig Show. Visit GodandGigs.com for show notes, links, and more information. Well, hello there. Thank you for joining me today and making this podcast a part of your creative day. As I said, my name is Alan, and it is a pleasure to connect with you, to bring you into our home for creatives who want to build better lives from the inside out, who want to improve their creative lives by connecting the dots between their spiritual life and their creative life. We've been here for almost, I'd say, close to 150 episodes now. This is episode 144. I've had the opportunity to uh, interview and share and coach so many creatives. I think the number probably can get into the hundreds now. I don't want to brag or try to come up with some artificial number that shows you that I know what I'm talking about and gives you some kind of you know, some kind of bragging rights or gives me some kind of bragging rights. I'd rather you just understand that you are among friends. If you're listening to this podcast for the first time, you've made a great choice. And I believe you're going to hear stuff in this episode, as well as the rest of our archives at godandgigs.com. Anything regarding the spiritual life, your background as a faith-focused Christian creative that works in the mainstream arts and entertainment space. That's who we work with. That's who we are sharing with, that's who we're trying to help. And really anything you do outside of that area, even if you just just feel like you're thinking about becoming a creative, either full-time or part-time, or just digging more into the creative lifestyle that we like to call the gig lifestyle, then you are definitely welcome. And I'm so glad that you joined me today. Now, let's talk about these goals that we mentioned in the intro. Why are we talking about goals? Because as I said, as I'm recording, we are right around that edge of Christmas time, moving into New Year's resolutions and the beginning of 2022. And as you probably can guess, this is the time that even I am sitting down and saying, wait a minute, where did the time go? Where did the year go between so many moving parts of pandemic or no pandemic, vaccine or no vaccine, live events or no live events? Are we gathering? Are we not gathering? Between all of that, life happened and we got through a whole nother year. And so this is the time that most of us, whether we're celebrating holidays, whether we've got programs to get to, gigs to get to, parties to play for, events to plan for, family to plan for, so much is going on. And in the midst of all this, 
we're supposed to be ready for a coming year. We're supposed to be ready for the next thing. We're supposed to have this clean slate that January 1st brings. And I just feel, and I even feel this now, because I actually started talking about this a few episodes ago. I think if you go back to, I want to glance real quick, forgive me. Okay, right around episode 139. If you go back, we talked about goals in our Back to Basics episodes. And I wanted to start that early in November because I knew this was coming. I knew in December I would be slammed with Christmas programs and parties and New Year's Eve gigs and things to get ready for that I would not have my mind directly on preparing for next year. And sure enough, that has happened. So thank goodness I've done a little bit of legwork, but I might still feel a little behind and I'm going to be transparent with you. I'm a lot behind because I wanted to have all of this figured out, but I'm still doing some vision casting for 2022. I'm still praying. I'm still looking for exactly what I'm going to be doing with both my God and Gigs brand and the rest of my lifestyle and coaching brands for next year. However, that doesn't mean I don't have a plan on how to achieve that particular goal of setting goals. And that's why I call it goals, 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 because it seems like I have to set a goal to set a goal so I can achieve my goals. It seems like it's a never ending thing. And if you are nodding your head right now, thank you for understanding how this can seem like a never ending battle. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to try to break this down into a framework, which I have taught in our God and Gigs uh, coaching programs, our God and Gigs 360 program, as well as our beta coaching program, which I also shared earlier before we started the 360 program. We did some one-on-one coaching. I'm still doing some one-on-one coaching. And this is kind of like the backstory or the back, the back end of the framework that we've designed for our clear strategy, which is our advanced entrepreneurial strategy. You can find that, by the way, if you join our Gotta Gigs 360 program. It's one of our programs that we'll be putting out very soon. So I want to kind of give you a background of that. And the idea of this entire framework is that goals by themselves are inadequate in order for you to achieve your creative life style to creative dreams, the type of person and the type of you know, place that God wants to bring you to, goals are not the answer because so much of our self-help culture centers around achievement, centers around making it to a certain level, being a certain weight, finding this certain person. And it's all based on results and task and a certain benchmark that you have to reach. Now, I have nothing wrong with benchmarks, as you'll hear me say in a little bit. There are very important benchmarks we should set for ourselves. However, The most important thing I want to start this entire framework with is that it is not important what you achieve. It's important who you become because of what you are trying to achieve. Really, the whole point is becoming more like Christ, more like God in the Christian uh, atmosphere and the Christian experience that I'm talking about. God isn't out to see what we can do. He's out to see who we are. And then he gives us things to do that will make us more like him and that will make us more and more like the creator is. And if we are many creators, like he is made in his image, then we should also be trying to aspire to be in his image, creating the way he creates and living and being in the same character as our heavenly father. So that's a kind of like a high level overarching mindset that I want to bring to this conversation before I enter into New Year's resolutions and all of that stuff. First, I hope that you are thinking about not what you're going to do, 
but who you're going to become more and more of the person that God made you to be. Because whatever goal you're setting, if it takes you away from the person that you are designed and called and created to be, then it's a bad goal and it's actually taking you off the path that God has you on instead of taking it closer to the path that God has you on. So I want to, I know that may be very, very, you know, sound very spiritual and almost, you know, too much to kind of make sense of, but I hope it made sense. Now I'm going to walk back into the actual framework that I kind of teach. And I've reworked this a couple of times, but I think it'll make sense once you hear all three of these and you might want to write these down. The first step in this goal setting framework is reflection. Reflection means, of course, looking back, looking back before you look forward. And so one of the things I love is the idea of making sure before you set new goals that you even pay attention to the old goals that you set. The things that you said you were going to do in 2021, the things that you said you were going to do 2020, the things that you used to say were part of your vision. Have you reflected on those things and have you looked back to see if you've even created or even finished the things that you said you were going to create and the things you said you were going to finish before? Where are you? That kind of reflection oftentimes is left out of a lot of goal setting. People don't say, hey, go back and check to see if you even finished the last thing. Everything's about the new, forgetting that those things are behind. Yes, I understand forgetting, but I don't think you can forget until you reflect because you don't know what to forget. You don't know what even you've actually moved on from until you've reflected and decide which things you're going to leave behind. So my first uh, advice and my first encouragement to you in this uh, reflection and this reflection on reflection is to make sure you look back and say the creative goals I set at the beginning of the year. I uh, related this in one of the member calls that we have in God and Gates 360. That was a great call. I can't even tell you everything that went into the call. I wanted to replay it, but I decided, no, it's better for you if you decide to join God and Gates 360 to get the full amount of that member call uh, to go in and hear how we actually expounded on this very topic in even more depth. But in that call, we talked about the idea that when we go forward with our goals, we have to look back and say things like, okay, how much time did I really spend during the year on X? How much time did I really spend? Do you, can you do an inventory and really understand everything you did? Could you actually walk back to your entire schedule and see what you invested in and what you did? Just kind of like a tax attorney or a tax accountant will go back and look at all your receipts. Can you look at your time receipts? Can you look at your energy receipts throughout the year and really understand why you ended up where you are right now? Because if you can't reflect on that and you don't have the bandwidth to really understand how you got where you are now, then I'm afraid that you won't have the right mindset and the information you're going to need to move forward. So that first, um, my first uh, point to you is please reflect on where you've been as a creative, as a person, in your character, in your life, in your relationships. Let it kind of be a day or two of just nothing new all looking back and just saying, where am I now? Now, after you've done reflection, my next step, which you may not have heard this phrase before in this context, is collection. After you've got reflection, you've got to collect something. So in other words, here are the things you're going to bring forward from last year to this year. Collecting 
the ideas, thoughts, mindsets, goals, strategies, things that worked and that you want to keep. And that could be even in physical, like, you know, the journals and the things like that that you might have written in last year or the songs or the digital material that you want to collect. And you want to make sure all of this is in one place. I also call this inventory in my coaching program. You got to take inventory of everything you have after you've reflected on the things that you've done last year. Let's now collect or make inventory of all the things we're going to keep. And anybody that's been to retail, retail, you understand like inventory is absolutely like, again, cataloging everything you have and saying, okay, here's what's going to stay on the stockroom floor. Here's what goes here. Here's what goes there. And as you can see, this is a very, very precise process. You got, you have to do this a couple of times to really get the hang of it. But the idea is to collect all of the things that are going to remain a part of your systems, your processes, your thought, and of course, your creative life. So in terms of a musician, I could say collection would be a simple thing of, okay, how many songs do I have here? How many albums do I have? How many projects? How many bands? How many things am I going to be playing? How many uh, uh, songs do I want to write? And just have like a collection of data that you're going to be looking at for the coming year. And after you've reflected on whether or not you like what happened last year, you can decide, well, these ideas are going to be scrapped and these ideas are going to be uh, expanded and moved forward into next year. So collection is a huge part of this framework. After you've done a reflection and then you've done some collection, this could be digital, this could be in your Evernote or your OneDrive or your iCloud or whatever, wherever you keep all your information, make sure you collect it. And you can see that I'm being very broad here because this could mean something different to a painter, could mean something different to a photographer, could mean something different to a musician, to a podcaster, to a fashion designer. So wherever you hear this and whatever field you're in, Just think of collecting all the information and the data that actually applies to what's going to happen in the next year. And by the way, of course, this applies personally to your finances, to your family, where your family is, where they are mentally, spiritually, physically. All of these things are collecting data and just having it at your fingertips. It's not necessarily evaluation of that data. It's simply saying, here's what I have and here's what I'm going to keep. And here are the things that would not be left behind because I need this information for the next decision. And this next in the part of this framework is intention. And here's once again, where I kind of flip the script a little bit in terms of both my creative life and my personal life. When I say intention, I don't just mean the simple idea of, okay, I'm going to set an intention to be a millionaire. I'm going to set an intention out in the air to be this and be that. And that means I'm going to become that because I'm going to attract this kind of lifestyle to myself. That's not what I mean at all. And I also don't mean setting attention in terms of simply saying, these are my tasks that I'm going to achieve. What I mean is, what kind of person do you intend to be? Because you're going to do X. In other words, I'm going to kind of reverse it again. In order to do X, I must be this kind of person. I intend to be this kind of person because this kind of person is the kind of person that does this particular set of this task that will get me to this said goal. So if I want to become a better runner, if I want to be able to run a 5K or a 10K, I've run a 5K. That was one of my goals for this year. And now I have to move it up because I can't just stick with the same goal. But what kind of person runs a 10K? Well, obviously a disciplined person runs a 10K. A healthy person runs a 10K. A person that is 
very clear on what they put in their body, somebody who is very well uh, aware of their body, who goes to the doctor, who pays attention to their diet, who uh, gets enough sleep. That's the kind of person that runs the 10K. So therefore, now my processes are helping to be determined by my intention. My intention is to act like and to be like somebody that achieves that kind of goal. But as you can see, my most important part of that is the kind of person and the process that I have to go through in order to be or to achieve the goal. The goal is simply a means to an end, but the end is not the goal. The end is becoming the kind of person that will achieve that goal. Does that make sense? I hope it does as I'm talking about it because I get very passionate about it, but sometimes I wonder, am I going over your head or just this? If you can email me back, by the way, at alan at godandgigs.com, I would love to hear if this helps you. So we have reflection, we have collection, and then we have intention. In other words, thinking of what kind of person achieves the kind of goals that you are setting for yourself. And I think, now this does not have a name on it, but I do kind of want to make sure I add this little part on. I do want you to actually write down the goals. And there's a certain framework, which are called OKRs, which I am actually starting to implement. They're not perfectly in my wheelhouse yet. I'm going to actually be trying this out a lot more this coming year. Objectives and key results is simply a way of making sure that you have both an objective, which is a more general sense of what you want to achieve, and key results, which are specific benchmarks. And there's that word benchmarks that I mentioned earlier, specific benchmarks that you want to reach. So if you are a dancer and you want to be able to put on at least five shows with at least this many people in this many venues, well, then your key results would be that. But your objective is to be a more active dancer in your community or to reach a certain level in your field. So as you can see, there's a general and then a specific key result that if you are going to be a more active and well-known dancer or artist in your area or your community, then certain things have to happen in order for you to be considered that. And those are your key results, the things that indicate that you have, and some people call this KPIs, by the way, if you're once again going kind of nerding out with me in terms of uh, productivity, these are called key performance indicators, kind of like the same idea, but I like the fact that OKRs break it up, objective and then key results. So there's both. And once again, this is just a strategy that I'm going to be implementing a lot more along with a lot of other books. By the way, if you want any ideas on books, I have tons of them. I will put a lot of the links in the show notes for all the books that I'll be reading and have read that help me with my goal setting. Now you might say to yourself, okay, Alan, you gave me all this information. You started me off with a reflection and then you brought, talked me to collection about data and all this stuff and now to collecting all your journals and just kind of like putting everything on a big slate. And then you said intention because now you have to take those particular goals and ideas that you want to move toward and then decide what kind of person do I intend to be so that I can achieve these particular goals. And you never said really, okay, what's the point of actually doing this? Will I actually reach the goals that I set? And to that, I will say, number one, it depends on you. Number two, does it really matter if you reach those goals or does it matter if you have to begin the processes that will provide you the clear path to achieving those goals? Because midway through the year, you might go through this again. You might go through reflection, collection, and attention and decide you don't want to achieve that particular goal. The things have changed. And that's quite all right. So I don't like the idea of going all the way through the year and saying there's going to be a pass or fail on this goal. What I do like is the idea of thinking in terms of where you would like to be and always going back to reflection 
and that evaluation and then collection and then saying, where am I now? And now the intention, okay, in that case, I need to move this way. Another book that I recommend that I actually got from a couple of other recommendations and I read it myself, the 12-week year implies that is we don't even should we shouldn't even be planning in a year's time. We should be just be planning in quarters and 12 weeks. And you don't have to wait for the year one or January 1st to do this. You can start anytime and just count out 12 weeks and then figure out the things you want to achieve. As you can see, this entire framework is based on the idea of not just picking a goal and aiming for it and saying, I either get it or I don't. It's much deeper than that in terms of what you are trying to do as a person, as a creative, in order to become the kind of person that God created you to be, the kind of creative God created you to be, and the processes and the power of that process that actually makes you more like the person that God created you to be. So once again, I think this way, I hope it helped you. I hope you saw kind of like through the high level thinking that this is, and then said, okay, now I can apply this to the specific things that I would like to achieve in my life. And I believe you'll be able to do that. But without that particular mindset, I believe all you'd be doing is just writing down goals and aiming for them. And that's not what we want. We want to become people of integrity, people of character, people who are growing inside and out. And the creative process really is just a microcosm of that. Whether you're creating poetry, writing music, creating art, doing films. Basically, you are seeing the process of something that becomes bigger than the thing that you started out with, because there's always going to be more involved in the process than there is in the product. And that's kind of like what I'm saying now. Make sure that your process is growing you as a creative and as a person and as a person of faith and as a believer, so that when you get to the end of the day and you have a product in hand, you're so much greater and so much more rich and full because of the route you took to get to that finished product, that finished point, that finished line that you have been setting your goal and your dreams and your hopes upon. Thank you so much for this time with you. I thank you for listening all the way through. This is a little bit longer creative checkup. I've had a friend of mine who mentioned that he thinks my podcasts are too short and now I've gone a little longer. So maybe he will be happy now. That's for you, David, just in case you were thought I didn't notice I did and I am paying attention, but normally we keep this right around 15 to 20 minutes. And today, once again, I appreciate you listening. If you have any more information, want any more information about God and Gigs, go to godandgigs.com. Please make sure you review this show. We want to start 2020. There's a goal right there, 2022, with a lot more reviews. And the only way that we get more reviews is if I ask you, and then you take a few minutes after you stop this, if you're on Apple Podcast, or if you're on uh, my favorite app right now, podcast app, which is Good Pods. We are number one, by the way, on Good Pods, as I'm speaking, on the indie chart of Good Pods, which is incredible for our genre for Christianity. And uh, I would recommend and ask you to please just take a moment after this and write down a review, write down what you think of the God and Gig show. Hopefully it'll be five stars and let us know what you think so that we can continue to improve this podcast. And then of course, it does let other people know that you are listening and it gives everyone kind of like that stamp of approval that we're not just playing around here. We are actually giving you information that you can use to become the creative that you were created to be, no matter where you create inside or outside of the church. Okay, until next time, thank you so much for listening. We're going to be going to some recap video, um, not videos, recap uh, discussions about all the things we've learned in 2021 and moving into 2022. But even if you're listening at a different time of year, 
two years from now, three years from now, I still believe that these things will help you. Until next time, everyone, continue to become the creative you were created to be. God bless, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for joining us here at the God and Gig Show. Please leave us a review on iTunes, like our Facebook page, or visit GodandGigs.com and tell us what you thought of this show. We'll be back soon. In the meantime, go create something amazing.